To grapple man, soon may come To ramble, rant, and flap his gums One day when the grapplers scrum He'll talk about the wrestling world Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round They gambled picks from a site they found In hopes they'd hit their fists will pound Gamble, gamble, degenerates Alrighty, folks, we are LIVE Alive and kicking here on Gamble with the Grappleman. I'm Dave, being joined by Billy, CJ, and Dino as usual here. We're going week five picks are in the books. We got your week six NFL action coming up with our picks. Uh, rough week last week, boys. You guys had, I was the only one over 500. Who's, who's got anything they wanted to want to say about, about the rough week of five picks? Just here, so I don't get fined. I've still accumulated more points than the Lions and Steelers combined, so you know, could have been worse. <laughs> you did have four wins. Um, Dido was four eleven and one. CJ was five ten and one. Billy six nine and one. I went ten five and one. I also hit my locks, all four of them, and the final score for Monday Night Football. Was was twenty nine thirty. I had fifty nine as my tiebreaker. Not that it came down to it, but I was on point last week. So this week, good sign to fade the fuck out of me because that is the way this podcast is gone. <laughs> and um, we'll see who comes up strong here with their week six picks. Um, let's just get started with last week's games: Indianapolis and Denver. Probably the worst game anybody will ever see. I caught zero seconds of it. But Indianapolis won 12-9 as road dogs. Anybody have anything they want to even say about that game? I fell asleep as it started, and thank God I didn't miss anything. It was terrible. The game was as good Matt as Ryan, the fixed He's horrible. Russell Wilson apparently is hurt, but he's horrible. It was just bad. Yeah, what happened to Russ? like a partially torn um taint that's what it was torn taint is that what you said or a vagina whatever you want to he's playing bad so they had to come up with a fucking injury that's what it is (laughs) okay the shoulder labia oh the labrum okay (laughs) i miss i <laughs> oh, that'd be the most exciting thing to happen to that team all season long, if that's the case. Um, and you just pissed off all the transgender people. They're all fucking upset now. That I, I said it would be exciting. I don't think I pissed anybody off. Oh, no. You made fun of it. Right, you made fun of it. Anybody else uh, before we move on to Sunday's games? All right. Hi. What's up, dude? We got Brody joining us real quick. Imagine Dragon Brody making his presence known. But we're going to Sunday's games. We're going to London, England. Was that where the hell this gameplay is played at? It was in England, nonetheless. The Giants were seven and a half point underdogs against the Packers. Giants won this game 27-22. I was on the Indy Island. I was also on the Giant Island. Uh, I didn't see any of it because I don't have NFL Network, but it sounded like it was a pretty good game. Anybody watch it? 
I don't have NFL Network. Right there with you. I didn't watch a single single snap. DJ, did you see any of this game? I watched it. I mean, it was all right, you know. Uh, you know, I still don't. I don't know. I guess the Packers are. I don't know what the fuck the Packers are, and I don't know if the Giants are really good. But I mean, it's like as as Saquon Barkley goes, goes the Giants. And uh, he got hurt at some point in the game and went out with a shoulder. But then comes back and he's ready to fuck some shit up. So I don't know if they gave him a shot of cocaine and a slap on the ass and said, get out there, Saquon, do your thing. And, you know, how that worked out for him. It worked out quite well. They got to win. They're 4-1. and one. The Giants are 4-1. and one. Who would have had that? Uh, Packers, 3-2. My my, the only thing I I really liked about this game was there was a reporter afterwards who basically I'm paraphrasing, but uh, asked Rogers to his face, "Hey, you guys suck passing the ball. Maybe run it once in a while." And Rogers had to had to give him credit for that, the question. I think he actually said, "Hey, your identity isn't so much throwing the, you know you throwing it three times." You have to go back and look at that, I think, was how he worded it. But he was basically saying, hey, you're sucking this year. Maybe run the fucking ball. So. Yeah, I don't I don't think, uh, I don't know. I'm not a LaFleur guy. They seem to be able to win some regular season games. Whenever it's a physical, tough game, it seems like, like LaFleur's fourth quarter play calling in a close game is always questionable. It could be Rodgers, could be LaFleur, who the hell knows. But that's been my only take of, with Green Bay is – Seems like they just can't put teams away, and then they, once they go and gets tough, they they don't play fundamentally sound football. All right, going down to New Orleans where we had a shootout, the highest scoring highest scoring game of the week with the Seattle Seahawks five and a half point underdogs on the road. They took on the Saints. The Saints got the win by a touchdown. CJ was the only one on the Saints, so the Island was three and zero at this point. We'll see our resident Saints expert, CJ. I mean, go ahead and, and say what you got to say here. Well, I mean, it was the Taste and Tebow show. You went the fuck off. Yes. And uh, that's because Jarvis Landry was hurt, Michael Thomas was hurt, Chris Olave went out with a fucking concussion. So they didn't have anybody to throw the ball to. So Andy Dalton was throwing the ball to Kamara. And then, you know, Seattle, being the great defensive team that they are, had no idea that when Taysom Tebow got the fucking football, he was going to run with it. They didn't know. They still don't know. But he ran, I don't know, for a 60-yard fucking touchdown. How can a white guy run for a 60-yard fucking touchdown? In the NFL! Amazing. Amazing. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the Saints defense, like they've got uh, their areas all fucked up. So, you know, Geno Smith for the Hall of Fame. 2036. Yeah, Gino's looking good. It's good to go Seahawks. Moving on to Pittsburgh. They were 14-point underdogs to Buffalo, and they could have been 34-point underdogs, and it still wouldn't have mattered as they lost 38-3. to uh, Billy and I were on Buffalo. I mean, is this just the case of Buffalo being a wagon, Steelers being terrible? Yeah, there was never a doubt in that one. Yeah, it's, 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 I- you know, I had the Steelers teased up to 27 and a half. Do you know how painful it is to know that you're not going to cover 27 and a fucking half from the third offensive play of the game? 
Yeah, it's not a good feeling at all. I've been there. I was there with the Titans against Buffalo a few weeks back. Cost me quite a nice little chunk of change. <laughs> all right. We had a tie. Seven-point favorite was the Minnesota Vikings at home against Chicago. They won by seven, 29-22. Uh, anybody got anything on this? I mean, they put Minnesota, what, to four and one, Chicago to two and three? Nothing, nothing, no. All right. AFC South matchup, a dogfight, 13-6 win. Houston Texans get their first win of the season. They were seven-point dogs. They won 13-6. I was on the Texan Island there. Did Jacksonville just not show up? Was it an up-down theory? If they're like, because didn't Jacksonville play really, really well last two weeks before this? They, they Jacksonville, beyond that, they had 420 yards of offense. They just couldn't fucking score. I don't know oh, why. Wow. I don't know if it was turnovers or just red zones. Like, I, I don't know what it was, yeah. but I saw the stat line. They had 420 yards. Wow. What's that, CJ? I think Sunshine threw a couple of picks in that game, so uh-huh. it's kind of, you know. Well, AFC South, man, you've got some – you've got a dogfight. That is suddenly the worst division in all of football, and it's not even close. It is so disgusting. There's nobody that is, like, exciting in the AFC South. But no, still uh, we'll, we'll move to the AFC East. Miami was three-and-a-half-point road favorites at the Jets. Myself, CJ, and Dino were on the Jets, and the Jets blew them out of the water. 40-17, Teddy Bridgewater had a concussion in the first couple minutes of the game. But uh, his Jets team is just different. How bad is that Miami offensive line? It ain't good. It's like they're on their third quarterback, and the first two went out with fucking concussions. Like, Teddy, three weeks ago, Teddy comes back in that game. Teddy passed all the protocols, but they're not going to pull that shit again. Oh, did he pass the – so he's playing this week? Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's like, like he passed the protocols, but they weren't pulling that shit again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You, of course, Miami <laughs> isn't gonna do it. Oh, all right. Uh, Atlanta. We're eight and a half point dogs on the road to Tampa Bay. Uh, Billy and I were on Atlanta. They covered. They lost fifteen to twenty-one. You lose by six. Um, controversy in that game. What the hell is roughing the passer? Looked pretty damn clean to me. But yeah, I thought that was the worst roughing the passing call I've ever saw. And then I fucking watched that game last night. <laughs> back to back days. Like that's just that's that oh, dude, last night was worse. It was a strip sack. Yeah. I clean strip I sack still, and it just got taken away. I still contend that the Tampa Bay was worse cuz at least in Kansas City, he came down on the guy, and the ref couldn't see that he had the ball. So you can't rough the passer when you're running the ball. But he couldn't see it. I, that I get. I don't understand. Like, I could see him coming down on Brady or on uh, Carr. That I, I can at least under, I can rationalize that one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Rationalize this one. Yeah. The tackle around the waist. What, what was – I know the refs – say a little thing did they, what did they say he threw him down too hard is that what it was yeah it was basically chest that he like ripped him 
Yeah, okay. I hung him at the was Thomas Patrick Edward fucking Brady that everybody, you know, was like, holy shit, you can't do that, that old man. But, you know, when fucking Grady Jarrett was getting up, fucking Tom Brady's trying to kick him in the nutsack. So it's like, you know, fuck Tom Brady. He's a bitch. Fucking punk-ass motherfucker. That's, was, that's why Brady went right to the rock. And I hit him in the fucking shit and break his fucking jaw and send him home to his... Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't have a goddamn family or a wife anymore. They fucking left his sorry ass. You're a bad person. Shit. Fuck Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not a good person. Look at him. If he was a good person, he wouldn't have fucking came out of retirement and played football again and broke his wife and his children's heart. Sorry, sack of shit. That's why Brady went up and talked to the ref. He thought him kicking him was the penalty. And then the ref said, oh, no, he threw you too hard. And Tom Brady said, cool. Yeah. All right. A game of the week here was the Detroit Lions getting three points at the New England Patriots. They could have got 23 points and it wouldn't have mattered as they got shut out losing 29 nothing. I know we've all talked about this game off air. Uh, I just think the expectations of the Detroit Lions that hard hard knocks put in these local people's head is insane. The 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 post game outrage was hilarious to me. But here's the thing. You have to adjust expectations based on what's happened. Coming into this game, they were playing a third-string quarterback, and they were the number one scoring offense in the league. So you have to adjust expectations a little bit. To not score a point with the quote-unquote, albeit against not great defenses, uh, top scoring offense in the league, to not score a point, that has to count for something. But yeah, they're a six-win team, and that's that's what it's gonna be. I mean, I I get defense got one. Really, it's got That's not a good sign. Yeah, Billy was golfing. He was about damn near uh, under par, and they had a triple bogey on the back nine that. Uh, was that what it was? Triple bogey or double bogey? Triple bogey. Kind of puckered me, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you you played better golf than Lions did football. Um, even by going shooting over par. <laughs> I mean, it was it, they moved the ball okay offensively. They got into the Patriots. They were inside the 40 on what, like six drives? They were inside the Patriots 40. They just couldn't get inside the 30. And Michael Badgley, their brand-new kicker that they just signed, well, he's like 2 of 14 from beyond 50 yards in his career. So that's why they're not trying 50-yard field goals. I don't have a problem with them going for it on those fourth downs when they're inside the 40. Um, normally, I'd say kick it. But then when I looked up why they're not kicking it and looked up Michael Badgley's career stats beyond 50, yeah, you got a better chance of going for it and with the way you have this season. Um, I don't have a problem with that. There was the one fourth down... I know everybody's outraged over the fourth and nine, but again, you're looking at fifth, you're staring at a 50 yard field goal with a guy who notorious isn't getting them. Um, I probably would have attempted to kick there. Fourth and nine is a long way to get it. That ends up leading to a strip sack for touchdown return, which just that that changed the game. That was pretty much nail in the coffin. Yeah. And that was the end of the second quarter. What was worrisome to me was just how bad the offensive line looked. That's I expect the defense to be bad. How how much pressure Jared Goff was getting all the time. They just, they had no answer for it. 
See, I, I don't think it's that the line played. I, I think it's all pre-snap. It's it's the Belichick defense who owns. I mean, Bella, Jared Goff has still not figured it out after all these years. And I think they're changing blocking schemes. They don't know who's coming. These exotic blitz packages, they're picking up the wrong people. So I don't think it's necessarily the offensive line is terrible. They've played pretty good all season. I think I believe this is a situation where they're not picking up the right defensive scheme that's coming at them, and they're losing the game pre-snap, and that's what costs sure. them, in my opinion. They got out coached, so you would blame oh, them on the coaching? Yeah. If there's an issue coaching? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they got out coached by Bill Belichick and the rocket scientist. Revenge yeah. game, Matt Patricia revenge game. Oh man, Lions fans are not happy with that, and it's a bye week this you week. and fun. All <laughs> oh, right. Another team on the bye this week. Last week they get the win against Washington. The Tennessee Titans, two and a half point road favorites. Uh, they got the win 21-17. Billy was the only one on the Commanders taking that road pup. And, I mean, who gives a shit? Is that where we're at with this game? Or does anybody got anything they want to talk about Tennessee-Washington? Who gives a shit? Okay. I know everybody jumped at that as him taking a shot at Carson Wentz. I I might have misinterpreted that. My take on Ron Rivera's comments is he said the teams are built around the quarterback, saying indicating what we've talked about, the quarterback carousel. Washington gets Carson Wentz this offseason. They haven't had a quarterback to build around. He's saying the Eagles have built yeah. around Jalen Hurts the last couple of years. The Cowboys have built around Dak Prescott. Daniel Jones has been there for a couple of years. The teams in their division have built around a single quarterback. And us as a franchise have had a rotating door. That's how I took it. Everybody else took it as Carson Wentz, so I could be totally wrong and misinterpreting, but that was my interpretation of it. Well, you're 100% right. And they're the worst team in what is, by record, I think, the best division in football. So, whatever. Yeah. All right, Cleveland. Uh, they cover. They were three eight-point dogs at home. They lose thirty to twenty-eight to the Chargers. Uh, Dino was the only one on the Chargers. Uh, questionable coaching out of Brendan Staley. He somehow walked away with a win there, but he shouldn't have. Missed kick, saved his ass. What are you doing? Up Brent. to on your own side of the fifty. Fourth and two, and you throw a pat, you, you go for it. He didn't trust his defense. The first couple of weeks, he trusted his defense, and he laid off this shit. But now, they're, you know, Joey Bosa's hurt, and J.C. Jackson's getting burnt, and he doesn't trust him anymore. So he's going for it. But he can say he trusts his defense in the post post press conference because they won. Yeah. <laughs> he can say it all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he was going to have patience with Matt Rule. He's fucking fired after five weeks. Yeah, speaking of Matt Rule, uh, he lost 37-15 in his last ever coaching appearance to the 49ers as Carolina got dog-walked. Dino, you were the only one on the 49ers and had him as a lock. Um, anybody, I know this game was on CBS. I caught about five minutes of it because I forgot I had a game on CBS, but I was sick of watching Dallas and the Rams. 
Baker Mayfield like the 33rd worst quarterback this year. And, 32 and he's hurt, right? Now he now he's hurt. PJ Walker's gonna start this week. As they play the fucking Rams, who knows? All right. Uh, Arizona and Philly. Pretty. I don't. I didn't see any of this game. Don't know why this game wasn't on TV. Uh, but Philly was five and a half point dogs or five and a half point favorites on the road. Arizona home dogs. Billy was on Arizona. Uh, Philly wins twenty to seventeen. Was this game close or was it like backdoor cover city here? No, they had a shot to win at the end. Um, Billy, did you watch this game? Uh, bits and pieces of it. So they, uh, no, they, they, they came back. What? It's a game. You cut out. Billy, can you hear him? I can't. I think you cut out, Dino. Kyler, on second down, Kyler goes to scrambles for first down. Or scrambles for the first down. Goes to slide, starts his slide short of the sticks. So now it's down, but he rushes over and spikes the ball fourth down. Now they have to try like a 50-some yard field goal. He missed it. They missed it. That's right. They didn't miss a yeah, chance to tie it. So a big box by, by coaching, quarterback, all of it. But yeah, they had a shot to tie it all right, Dallas looked dominant against the Rams. They win 22-10. to 10. They were underdogs on the road. Um, they dominated that whole game. I mean, the Rams had, like, one good play, the play to cup, where he went 75 yards for the touchdown outside of that. Stafford was picking himself up after every other pass play. The, the throw to Tutu Atwell as well. But, um, yeah, they were, they were awful. That left a three points. Sure. Yeah, Dallas just running the ball down their throat, playing good defense. The, that Dallas pass rush is something else. Yeah. How many games are the uh, Rams going to win? They're, what, two and three right now? Seven, maybe. Yep. But they don't have an easy schedule either. That's kind of what I was thinking, six to seven. That's good for the Lions if they win six, six seven games. Stanford got his Super Bowl. I'm on. Give me the best pick. Don't win a game the rest of the year. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> we go to Sunday night primetime game. Uh, Baltimore in Cincinnati. Dino ride that Cincinnati Island. Uh, Cincinnati loses 17 to nine. Baltimore were three point favorites, but uh, Justin Tucker walking it off again. How about Zach Taylor just passing on points? And what they lose by? Three, two. They lose by two, but three would have won, a, won the game. It's one of those that you just fucking hate to see. <laughs> CJ, did you catch any of Baltimore Cincy? I think we might have lost you. I can't hear you. You somehow muted yourself, I think. Oh, there you are. You're back. Are we good? You're back. There, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I watched the whole fucking game. 
I mean, you know, I don't know if Cincinnati's any good. I don't know if Baltimore's any good. I mean, you know, Baltimore lets, lets everybody come back on them after they go up on them. You know, Cincinnati's kind of fucking in between. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Joe Burrow, but then Joe Burrow, you know, fucking throws some picks or fucks some shit up, and you're like, okay, well, is Joe Burrow still the chosen one? Is he the next fucking Thomas fucking Edward Patrick Brady or... You know, was, was the one Super Bowl fucking run a fluke or what? You know, like, who really knows what anything is? They were 10 and 6 last year. Well, we'll go to a quarterback who does seem to have shit figured out. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs on my night football, Patrick Mahomes, took on the Vegas Raiders, who were seven and a half point road dogs. They cover, and a one point game, 29 30. I was. On the Vegas Island, so the island was good to us last week. But um, Kansas City and Vegas, like Vegas always plays them tough, but turned out to be a hell of a football game. I, I said it to you guys in the text last night. More than football fans, more than Kansas City fans, the Las Vegas Raiders should be the most pissed at the, uh, at the refs for that rough in the passer call. Because one, it woke, it pissed off Kansas City. They look like a completely different offense after that. And two, there might have been 4,000 pickup calls to make up for that round of passing. So, yeah, it did. It did feel like like every penalty, like the next 10 penalties, all felt like they went against the Raiders. They put their whistles away against the Chiefs. All right, that was last week. And we're on to this week, week six in the NFL season. We got four teams on a bye, the Lions, Raiders, Texans, and Titans. So 14-game slate this week, starting Thursday with um, Billy's favorite game. Uh, It's going to be the Washington Commanders, one-point underdogs, getting one on the road against the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. And, Billy, I'm going to defer and let you pick uh, first on this one. Don't want to talk about it. I'm probably not going to watch it. Who's at home? Chicago. Give me them. <laughs> All right, CJ. What do you got with the Bears and Commanders? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going home team on this one. Um, just because they're both shit, and uh, I think they have a decent defense and a piss poor offense. So, yeah, we're going uh, we're going Bears to the home team. All right. Dino. Yeah, fuck the Bears. Give me uh, Washington. You're going to be on a Commander Island on Thursday, which has been a pretty good place to be on. I've been, I'm on the Bears here. I'll take them at home. I, I just feel like Washington's offensive line is so bad. Carl Wentz is due to show up at any given point. Carson's going to have the stats, but Carl's going to make his appearance on at least four or five plays. And, uh, and yeah, those four or five plays and that bear defense will, will, will eat them up on them. We'll move to uh, Sunday. I don't think there's a – there's not an overseas game next week, is there? The next overseas game is in, like, two or three weeks, I believe. So we got a Sunday. Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half on the road at Pittsburgh. CJ, what are you going to do here? Uh – Here's my strategy. 
I'm going to change it up, much like the fucking Detroit Lions, right? Their whole thing was putting in, what's his name? Saquon Smith or whoever the fuck it is? Mm-hmm. Play whoever the fuck that guy was? That was their big idea, right? So my big idea is, since I'm in last fucking place, I got to change it up, right? I'm this fucking poor. So... This week, I'm going all home teams. So give me the shitty-ass Pittsburgh Steelers plus eight and a half against the terrific fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, Dino. Uh, Pittsburgh just doesn't look like they have a functional offense. I don't like Tampa. This is way too many points. And this is where Kenny fucking Pickens arrives, or Pickett arrives to the fucking NFL and comes out and throws 300 yards, but I can't. I can't until I see it. Give me Tampa. I'm kind of there with you. I think this this game screams backdoor cover being eight and a half, kind of like how Atlanta did with Tampa. Um, but, yeah, I, I think eight and a half. Pittsburgh at home, they only scored three points against the Bills. They didn't, they haven't looked good. Uh, I think this Tampa defense is just too good. They're going to, they're going <sighs> to, I don't know. I'm with you. Same thing, Dino. I'll take Tampa Bay until Pittsburgh proves me otherwise. Billy? This is one I'm probably going to regret, but this is the National Football League. These guys are fucking professionals. Pittsburgh just got embarrassed last week. Yeah. And they're at home catching eight and a half points. That's my favorite thing, a home dog. Give me the Steelers. All right. Next up is the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road getting two and a half points at Indianapolis. Dino, what are you doing here? I don't. Indiana, I guess, because it's not in Duval. Um, and I, I don't know. Give me Indiana. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Colts as well. I think there's a field goal game. I'll take the home team by three. And um, it's not in Jacksonville, so I, I lean the Colts. They're, they're, the better, they're the better team on paper, so they eventually got to show up, right? Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not letting them burn my ass again. Give me the Jaguars. This is one that the Colts probably win because they're back at home, but nope, not letting them do it to me again. CJ, sticking with your home theory? Yeah, against my better judgment. I am sticking with the home theory. I am going with the fucking Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, my arch nemesis, fucking uh, Matt Ryan. Fuck that cocksucker. All right. Um, We got Cincinnati on the road as favorites. Minus one and a half at the Saints. It's, it's kind of a pick 'em. I think Cincinnati is just we don't know we don't know what either, either of these teams are. The Saints are a roller coaster. Uh, Cincinnati's a roller coaster. I think Cincinnati though is a little bit better team. Um, so I'll take I'll take Cincinnati on the road here. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like it at all. Billy. Big revenge game. Big revenge game. And the home dog. But I'm not fucking taking the Saints. This fucking Joseph Ice Buckets Burrow is going to go in into the bayou, baby. He's going to go into the bayou and he's going to teach some lessons. So get your notepads ready, baby. 
CJ? Uh, I'm not really sure what that was, but it doesn't matter because we're going, we're going all home teams. <laughs> and the Saints got one thing that the Cincinnati Bengals don't. You know what that is? Taysom Tebow? You're fucking A right! They got that t- Taysom Tebow. You know, you know what we need? That, we need that t-shirt, right, that I was talking about with the guy from fucking the water boy that pitches nipples. Farmer Brand, and he needs to be pitching his nipples with the, with the thing with, you know, with the little air bubble inside his head that says Tebow on it, you know, in it. Taysom Tebow. And then it's like, who that underneath it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Taysom Tebow is my cousin, like, or some shit like that. That'd be fantastic. I would pay good money for that. All right, Dino. Uh, I, I mean, it's more likely that Taysom Tebow just shot his load. Um, and I tried as up and down as they've been. I trust Cincy a little bit more than whatever the fuck they have going on at quarterback. Uh, give me Cincinnati. All right, Billy. We go to Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers are at home as seven-point favorites over the Jets. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think I'm going to take the Jets. Green Bay coming back from London. They just, I don't know, they don't. They don't really look like a bad football team, but they don't look like fucking the Green Bay that I think everybody's used to. And I I don't think the Jets are as bad as people think. Um, I, I'm going to take the touchdown. I'm right there with you right now, CJ. Who's the home team? Green Bay. Ooh, that's my better judgment. I guess I'm going with the fucking Packers. What is it? <laughs> They're laying seven, laying a touchdown. Okay. <laughs> no hook. I know. Yeah, we're going, you know, a bunch of fucking cheeseheads. Yeah, I think this defense might be legit. Uh, the Jets are—they're both. These are two, three, and two teams. Who would have thought we'd say that uh, five weeks ago? Um, give me the goddamn Jets. I'm also on the Jets. I just think a touchdown switch. I think Green Bay wins this game, but I don't. I don't. I don't like. I think it's a four or five point win. Twenty four twenty. This game streams twenty four twenty, and I'll take the Jets getting seven. Um, CJ, did Brody have any picks so far? I heard him talking over there. Did he have any picks? Oh, Brody's doing his homework, and he needs me to help him with it. Okay, good. He needs yeah. It's it's Matt, so if Billy would like to chime in, we can we can do this together <laughs> as a team. Billy, the no, notorious math guy, um, but not a math guy. Tutor is my nickname. Tutor is his nickname. All right, who's picking first here? Uh, this is CJ. You're up first. New England getting three points on the road at Cleveland. Let's see. Pats. Pats. Cleveland. What was the spread? Three? Three. Cleveland's given three? Cleveland's given three at home. Yeah, let's see. Against my better judgment, we're still going with that home. 
Go Brownies. Brownie the Elf. Fucking let's go. I know. I could be wrong, but has Cleveland won a game since they put that elf on the fucking field? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they won a week four. I don't know if they won at home. They lost to the Jets at home. They uh, they beat Pittsburgh 29-17. That doesn't count. And uh, they lost to Atlanta in Atlanta, and then they lost last week at home to the, the Chargers. Yeah, I think that curse, that elf fuck curse on New England. I'm going to take Cleveland here. Uh, I think New England's not as good as 29 nothing, and Cleveland coming off a loss. I think they can run the – I don't know. I'll just take Cleveland. I think it's going to be just a Browns win here. Billy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take the Browns here because – I was thinking the Pats, you know, they played their Super Bowl last week for their rocket scientist coach. But I did a little uh, deep, deep sea dive. They won on five field goals and two defensive touchdowns. They only scored one offensive touchdown. Yeah. Fuck that moo-moo wearing motherfucker. Give me the Browns. Oh, we got the first goal of the NHL season scored here, folks. Mika Zibanejad shorthanded gives the Rangers a one nothing lead. Not that anyone gives a fuck, but made me happy. Uh, I wonder what the odds were on a shorthanded goal to be the first goal of the season. Probably not good. Nonetheless, we move on to Minnesota, minus three on the road at Miami. Dino. What do you what do you got here? Miami road dogs a road I don't know. Yeah, home dog. Uh, uh, home. My, yeah, home dog. I know. Probably Teddy coming back. I'm not. Minnesota's at least formidable. If that defense was legit, I don't think they'd give up forty to fucking the Jets. Uh, give me a. I'm probably gonna regret it because they're not good, but Minnesota. Yeah, if everything on me is screaming to take Miami, um, against my better judgment, I'm gonna go with the with the more trustworthy team right here, and that is the Vikings. They've been playing solid. Uh, they haven't. They've been kind of playing the same game. Uh, all their scores every week are pretty similar. They're all 28, 24, 24, 21. Like they're 29, 22. They they play a lot of 2020 20 games. Um, and they're winning, so I'll, I'll continue to ride that wave against my better judgment because I feel like Miami is going to be a different team than we saw last week, this week, but I'll stick with the Vikes. Billy? Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. This game screams 24-21 Minnesota. So I feel like it doesn't matter what way you pick it, it's going to be a push. So in that case, I'll take the points. And CJ. Yeah, I hear Miami's real nice this time of year. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Uh, Just got to watch uh, out for hurricanes. I'm pretty sure it's cold in Minnesota. Starting to get there. So, by that logic, we're going to go with the, the home team, plus three, which would be the Miami Dolphins. And they probably won't have a fucking quarterback because that's just uh, the world we live in these days. 
All right. And we go to Baltimore on the road, laying five points at the Giants. The Giants four and one as home pups. I don't like five and a half. I don't like five here either. Um, Baltimore plays tight games. The Giants play tight games. I'll take the home dog getting five every time. Give me the Giants. Billy? I'm with you. I'm going to take the Giants, but I feel like this is going to be a backdoor cover. Like, just the Giants getting body bagged, and they score two touchdowns late to cut it to, you know, four. Win 28-24, something like that. It's 28-10 all second half, and they score twice, you know, within four minutes. And I'm with you. Backdoor cover it. I can see it. CJ? Well, I mean, that's essentially how the Baltimore Ravens play football, you know. They come out the first half, and they stomp a mud hole in your ass, like Stone Cold Steve Austin style, right? And then, you know, they fuck around and fuck around and fuck around, and they let you back into it, and then, bang, next thing you know, you got to kick a last-second field goal to win the fucking game, or you don't, and you lose. So, you know, that's essentially how it goes. But the Giants are at home, getting five points, and, uh... Going with my theory, we're going hometown, baby. Giants. All right. Uh, uh, Wake Martindale revenge game, too. Yes, good call yeah. there. Interesting interesting thing here, hearing us talk about this, Don, I'll get you in a second. It's like Baltimore and Arizona are polar opposites of each other. Arizona can't score in the first half. Baltimore can't stop anyone in the second half. And so, Dino, go ahead with your thoughts on uh, Baltimore and the Giants. It scares the shit out of me that we're on the Giants. But they they they've covered five every game. I mean they they're four and one, but they've covered plus five every game this year. And they seem uh, there's no way this is they're gonna get blown up by forty. But give me the fucking Giants. <laughs> All right, I believe this is Billy San Francisco minus five and a half at Atlanta. So I was thinking, I did I did I say last week on the pod I might want to change my NFC pick to San Fran. I believe you did say that, yeah. And that defense, man, that fucking defense is so good. But I mean, I I can't five and a half. That's devil's number. Devil's number. A home pup. The fighting Arthur Smiths. Give me the dirty birds. All right, CJ. This is gonna kill you, isn't it? Yes, it is going to kill me. I could not pick this game because I hate both of these teams. Mm-hmm. With much hate and furious anger. But, uh, you know, I danced with the devil last week and I won one, but I lost the other one, right? But sticking with the theory and the hatred of the 49ers, um... We're going Atlanta, plus five and a half. All right. Maybe this is how I should have been doing it the whole time. Uh, I see what? your camera. Yeah, do you see the do you see the guys? You see the, the computer screen? Yeah. I can't tell yeah. where you're yeah. at. Everybody? Yeah. There we are. So it's a little, okay. you know, a little fucked up, but I can oh. see everybody. Okay. 
five and a half was one last week. Um, the thing is, San Francisco doesn't let you back in the game. So do I think they'll be up? If they, can they get up and stay up? They've got it. Their defense is playing lights out right now. This is what I'm switching my pick. I was going to take Atlanta, but I'm going to take San Francisco and probably regret it because Atlanta just covers everything. But I'm going to keep riding Atlanta. I said it last week. I've taken them every week this season, and they've covered every week this season. I'll, I'm going to stay on that train until till it bucks me off. Um, got to ride that horse. I think San Francisco generally covers as well, outside yep. of week one in the monsoon. Yeah, and I don't have I don't have that personal connection to to San Francisco, but Artie Smith and the boys they've done me good. I like Artie Smith and the boys. Even though it does alarm me that Atlanta traded away Deion Jones, their starting middle linebacker and a captain, that is a very strange trade. But still gonna still gonna take them. San Francisco colors. Dumb things. All right, CJ, you're up here. Carolina getting ten and a half points on the road in Los Angeles, taking on the Rams. What was it, ten and a half? Ten and a half. Oh, I fucking love those odds. Sam <laughs> Darnold's these ghosts, right? Baker Mayfield's all fucked up, and they have no head coach. They got some asshole that's coached through the fucking coach for the Arizona Cardinals, which allowed them to get the number one overall pick, which I believe was Kyler Murray at the time. The Rams have no offensive line, but that's good for them, because Carolina has no fucking, no goddamn pass rush. So, in the theory of I'm going with all the home teams, we're going with the Rams. Dino. My favorite thing in football is to take an interim coach on his first start. But, God, they're just so bad. This screams backdoor cover. Give me the Rams. Carolina. The Rams have not impressed me. I think Carolina's defense, like, they have got a lot of players I like on that defense. I don't know if they're healthy or not. I don't know fuck all about Carolina. But I know when I look at that roster, they got a lot of guys that I like. They got a defensive uh, guy who's coming in to take over as the interim head coach. P.J. Walker, last time he went up head-to-head with Matthew Stafford, P.J. Walker scored touchdowns and points. Matthew Stafford did not, and the Lions were shut out. And P.J. Walker won that game. I'll take P.J. Walker against Matthew Stafford here once again this week. I might even sprinkle on Carolina money line. Billy. I, you know what? I'm actually with you. I'm actually with you because a wise guy, I've actually had a couple wise guy once tell me, interim coach, first game, make it happen. And you tell me you're going to give me 10 points? Who gives a fuck if it's P.J. Walker? Christian McCaffrey's going to get 40 touches Sunday. Give me, give me the, uh, give me the Panthers. Hell yeah. I'm going to do it right when we get off. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to do money so I can do this live. Carolina money line. We're going to put a little sprinkle on there. What is it? I hope it's plus three something. Plus 380. Uh-huh. 
He's doing it. He's logging on. Oh, that's the wrong game. You pick the pick. You're on the fucking Bears and the, and the, the Commandos. I'm you getting there. That. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You don't want the fuck no underwear and Commandos. Plus 380. We're gonna put five bucks on it. Big spender. Five to win 19. It's on live, on the air. I was a witness. I seen oh. it all. My own two eyes. All right. Arizona, minus two and a half at Seattle. Dino, I think this is you going first. What were the odds on your sprinkle there? Plus what? Plus 380 for Carolina Moneyline. Fuck, I might sprinkle that. Um, and I'll probably de- almost definitely sprinkle this one. Uh, Seahawks have proven they have a legit offense. Joe Smith just continues to go. This is their last game without D Hop. We're getting two and a half. Yeah, Seattle two and a half at home. I wish I wish it was three, but give me Seattle. I'm right there with you. I'm going to take Seattle as well. Um, I think Arizona is the better team. There's just something about Arizona. I just don't trust them. And it's the last possession game, and normally I take the better team in the last possession in a three-point game, but I'll take the home team here. Um, been a lot of two-point games in the NFL this year. So let's go Geno, Smith, and the boys. Billy? I know Seattle's at home here, but I'm going to take the Cardinals. Just on Seattle's been in back-to-back, you know, high-scoring, close games on the road. First game back at home. I think Arizona's the better team. I see them winning by. I can see them winning by three. Probably. Arizona's defense does play pretty good, and uh, this just seems like a game where Arizona could have a coming-out party. But CJ, what do you what do you got here? Oh, um, uh, for the who gives a shit game of the week? <laughs> I think that's Thursday. I mean, how, how can you bet against the future Hall of Famer, Geno Smith, and that fucking awesome offense that they've got going on there? Uh, you know, the 12th man is going to be in full effect there in Seattle. And since I'm, uh, Decided to go all home teams this week. It just happens to be that Seattle is at home. And they're a dog, right? Yep. So, uh, there we go. Fly, Seahawks, fly. Alrighty. Let's go Buffalo. Minus two and a half at Kansas City. This is a four o'clock game. Not prime time. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs here at home. Home dogs. Uh, this game just screams shootout. I'll take the Chiefs. I don't. I no other reason why. Billy. I am going to take the Buffalo Bills because Kansas City's on a short week. Um, Fair. I would. I, I. This is just a shot in the dark. I cannot wait to watch this game. CJ. Sunday night game or the Monday night game, you know, probably the Monday night game, I think, but it's not, and this game changed the overtime rules uh, in the playoffs, so 
this, that. Um, I think we're, we're going to find out how good the Bills' defense is. Uh, we already know how good uh, Kansas City's offense is. They can run the ball and throw the ball. And if they decide to, if they get shut down in the pass, they'll just run the ball until they fucking stop the run. And if they don't stop the run, then they just fucking run the ball the rest of the game. So, and they're the home team. So, my theory this week, we're going to go uh, KC as the uh, home dog there. Woof, woof. All right, Dana. It is fucking yeah. criminal. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off here. It's fucking criminal. This game is not on Monday night, and we got to watch that. We'll get to it. <laughs> it should be Sunday night, at least. But, yeah, I'm with you. Dana, you word for word, just took it out of my mouth. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. You're good. I have a couple of concerns with what my pick here. One, putting Billy on an island with Buffalo scares the ever-loving shit out of me. Uh, two, I think Buffalo has the better defense, which makes me makes me wonder. But a couple of fun stats about Pat Mahomes. Uh, he has a better winning percentage in his career of games where he trails by 10. That Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert have in their careers. Um, Interesting. This is Pat Mahomes' fifth year starting, I believe. Yeah. This will be his only ninth time as an underdog. In the other eight games, he is 7 0 and 1 against the spread. So I have to go with the, the numbers here. I'm not a math guy either, Billy, but the, if something happens 100% of the time, you have to take it. They broke up at the end. That was the Chiefs. Give me, yeah, give me Kansas City and give Billy the fucking win on an island with the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go to Sunday night. Billy, Dallas getting five and a half points at Philadelphia. Oh. You know what? I actually like this. I, you know, uh, yeah, this game should be the Monday night game. Um, I, I'm going to take oh, five and a half, man. That'll make you, that'll pucker you. Cooper Rush, man, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything stupid to lose you the game. Dallas has been running the ball pretty well. Their defensive line is just incredible. Micah Parsons, defensive player of the year, fucking book it. I mean, but I give me the Cowboys. The, the luck is gonna run out. Not the, it's not luck, but that the Philly streak is gonna end somewhere. All right, CJ. Well, looks like we're dancing with the devil again. Um, there is, they're talking about maybe Dak Prescott coming back to play this game. And if that happens, then uh, Dallas is going to lose by fucking 10, 15 points, right? 
because they're going to get away from everything that they were trying to do when they had Cooper Rush in there. The reason they're doing what they got, you know, is he's a backup quarterback and he's not making any mistakes and he's throwing 150 yards a game, 200 yards a game. And they're running the ball and playing good defense. But, you know, the Eagles are a bunch of dogs. And uh, going with my theory again, the home team here, uh, we're going to go with, uh, with, the, with the fighting Philadelphia Eagles and the Nick Sirianni Flowers and shit. All right, I know. I, in theory, you could make the argument this is two undefeated teams. Cooper Rush is undefeated. Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated. Give an undefeated team five and a half points. I'm going to take that team. It's the best defense Philly has faced yet. Give me Dallas. You know, Billy mentioned the luck going to run out, that that luck that winning games. I think it's going to be the other way around. I think it's it's Cooper Rush is going to get solved. He's going to turn the ball over. That Philly defense is really good. This is the best defense Dallas has faced on the flip side. Divisional game, it should be close. I don't like five and a half points in a divisional game at all. Normally, I would take the five and a half with Dallas here. I just feel like this is where Cooper Rush looks like the Cooper Rush last year. I believe it was last year he played Philly. There was a game Cooper Rush last year played, or it might have been two years ago, where he, he struggled. And um, I think that's what we're going to see here. Uh, Philly will shut down the run. They'll force Cooper Cooper Cush to beat him, and I don't see that happening. I think Philly's – I think Jalen Hurts is dynamic enough, and that offense is dynamic enough to where they'll figure out a way to move the ball against Dallas and counter the, the, the blitz packages and things, whether it be Miles Sanders or in Hurts on RPOs. And then A.J. Brown and, and uh, Devontae Smith is a hell, of a hell of a receiver combo. They've got there, so I'll take Philly. I don't love it, but I'll take them. We go to Monday night. CJ, everybody's favorite Monday night game: Denver getting four and a half points on the road, and Los Angeles at the Chargers. All the line moved, huh? It's only four and a half. Last I saw, it was six and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, it was four and a half when I. Filled this out at... I saw six and a half like this morning or something. Okay. Maybe last night, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is Russell Wilson hurt? Is Russell Wilson not hurt? Is it all a sham? Is it all a ploy? Is it all something to make Russell Wilson look like a good guy when he's probably a fucking douchebag? But, uh, who knows? But with the theory that we've got going on here, I know last week I said that I could not confidently pick the Chargers because Jack Kevorkian, their trainer, doctor guy, is, you know, fucking got something with ribs. I'm not sure exactly. But, uh, yeah, given the theory that I'm going home teams here, uh, just so happens that the Chargers are at home, so therefore we are going with the Chargers. All right, I know. Um, I'm actually, I think I'm going to switch my pick just cause I'm letting my hate for Russell. Well, I'm this close to a fuck Russell Wilson rule. Um, he just, uh, he just annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> but, 
cooler heads may prevail because Denver's defense keeps games close. So I'm going to bank on the defense and take points. Give me Denver on a, on a rest. I like where you're thinking there. Again, divisional game, it should be a three-point game. Uh, these teams are built to, to play each other. Everything in me wants to take Denver, but I have a fuck Nathaniel Hackett rule, and I will not, I will not pick Denver with Nathaniel Hackett as the coach. So give me the Chargers. I'm rooting for I'm, – I'm not even rooting for the game. I'm rooting for just – from both sides. I mean, so, Staley so, and Hackett. Oh my God, this. Is, I'm not gonna watch this game. It's gonna frustrate me. Billy, <laughs> you're not a math guy. These two coaches are math guys. So what? Do you, what's your take here? No, Dave. No, I'm not a math guy. And. I am with you on the Nathaniel Hackett rule. Because Nathaniel Hackett can't fucking hack it in the league. Russell Wilson's a fucking bitch. I'm sick and fucking tired of watching that Denver Broncos team. If that Denver Broncos team was a chick, I wouldn't fuck it with Dino's dick and CJ pushing. Get this fucking team so far away from me. I'm sick and tired of watching them. I don't want to see them on TV. I won't turn this game on on Monday. With that being said, the fucking Chargers win this game 44 nothing. It's a lock. My tiebreaker's 44. Fuck the Broncos. <laughs> All right. That's a rant for the ages. I love it. Tiebreakers? Um, this, I'm going low here. I'll go fucking 30. I'll go 34. 20 to 14. That means Denver would score touchdowns. Fuck that. Uh, I'm going... I'll keep it. 27. CJ. Um, For the record, um, I do not want to push... Dino into anything with this dick. Um, no offense, Dino. You know, I think you're a swell guy, but, uh, you know, that far. I want to do that. And uh, give me uh, give me 52 points. 52. Shootout with Russ Wilson and Chargers. Oh. Short little. That's all. All right, locks last week. Uh, I hit my four. I think we all did pretty good with our locks, actually. Billy was three and one. Billy was three and one. CJ, you were two and two, and Dino was two and two. So while while we struggled with game by game, we were we were oh, five hundred or better with our locks. I don't know if I have any yet. I've got one. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. The goddamn Jets. Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, the Jets, and who was the other? Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, wow. Wait, you don't have Minnesota. You have Miami. No, I took Minnesota on that. Okay, I'll change it. Yeah. 
saying you said something. Um, so far, I've got Chicago. Give me uh, the Panthers. Terrible lock right there. The Cardinals, the Bills, and the Chargers. I've got Chicago. I'll, I'll jump in that crazy ass Carolina car with you, Billy. Give me the give me the Colts. And I feel I feel pretty good about that. That giant, Giants or Atlanta? I feel pretty good about both those. Which one do I like better? I almost like fucking Giants. CJ. Okay. Mister Four O'clock has arrived to make picks that are going to win the game. Um. Give me Seattle. Give me Cleveland. Give me Kansas City. And the fighting Eli Mannings and the New York Giants. All right. We got our locks. We got our picks. Any last comments from anyone? Fuck the Broncos. That's fair. That's definitely fair. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Fuck the Broncos, but don't fuck Broncos. Because that's what leads to horse cock watching. Horse cock watching!